The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. Hello, welcome everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. We are a correspondent lender that specializes in non-QM loans. And what we do every morning on the show at 11 a.m. Eastern time is go through live mortgage rates and then do a deep dive into a different topic. Now, today's deep dive is something we're very familiar with here since we specialize in non-QM loans, which is foreign national loans. Now, although we're licensed in 24 states and do business in 44 states, we are actually based here in South Florida. So definitely something that we are used to here as well in our market. So our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez, with 27 years of experience as a loan officer and a realtor here in South Florida is definitely going to shine some light on the foreign national loans when we do our deep dive. But before we do that, we'll do what we do every morning, which is pull up the actual mortgage rates and see what the different programs look like today. So Nick, let's go ahead and pull up our pricing tool and look at what the market is looking like this morning. All right, let me switch my screen and we will check it out. Let me pull this one up. So this is our pricing tool, as Kyle explained. This is going to show us the live rates for today. It is August 2nd, just after 11 a.m. And it will include the APRs, which include all the different fees. If you'd like a full breakdown, an itemized list of all the fees, also known as a loan estimate, please reach out to one of our team members. We have over 300 licensed loan officers. As Kyle mentioned, 24 states for primary and second homes. And for our business purpose, which is going to be one of our topics for today, we can do that in 44 states. So to compare across our programs, we're always going to set up the same scenario so we can compare APR across the different options. So we'll set up the same scenario here, 400000 loan amount. We'll set an LTV to 80% loan, 20% down payment. We'll set a desired price of 99 That means we're going to ask the computer to find the best rate at one discount point in cost. And we're going to compare our different loan programs. First, we'll start with conforming conventional. Then we'll check out our FHA rates, which is usually the second best option. Then we'll go into expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional programs using alternative income. We also have VA and USDA. Uh, we don't do those live. VA is only for eligible veterans and active service members. If you do happen to be eligible, we can quote that no problem. Just let us know. And USD is only for properties that are eligible for USDA, which is rural properties. If you do happen to be shopping, just let us know. We can quote that no problem. We'll start today with conforming conventional. We'll do a purchase, 30-year fix, primary occupancy, single-family home, one unit, state of Florida, county of Miami-Dade. And we'll use an estimated FICO score of 760 and an estimated debt-to-income ratio of 40 for the demos here, as we do every morning. So let's check out the conventional rates today. Markets are going a little hectic, so let's see what's going on here. A little touch higher than yesterday, maybe perhaps. 7.125 rate, one discount point and cost. What's our final APR at? 7.292. Uh, so a good option here for our customers that qualify for conforming. But typically, we always want to compare a couple different options here. If our customer, for any reason, can't qualify for a conforming conventional program, typically the next best option for the same scenario here 
would be an FHA program. FHA does allow a little more leniency on credit events and allows a much higher debt-to-income ratio. However, we'll keep everything exactly the same so we can compare apples to apples across the programs. So here, the best option for FHA this morning, 6.5 rate, 0.875 discount points and costs, and a final APR of 7.088. So just a touch lower APR here, even though FHA does include a upfront mortgage insurance and yearly mortgage insurance that's included in the APR. So in the case of a customer that qualifies for both options, FHA is actually a touch cheaper here in this case. And those recent changes for our borrowers that only qualify FHA are definitely welcome. Now, where we love to specialize is if our customer doesn't qualify for any reason, many other banks or lenders don't have other options. That's where our team here at the Mortgage Calculator excels when we use our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we can use alternative income. So the new option that pops up, everything else will stay the same, but we can select a different income. So full doc is what we use for FHA and conventional. That's two years of tax returns, what most people are used to. However, we'll usually choose one of these uh, non-QM programs in order to take advantage of another option, such as asset related or business bank statement. Our investor options are only for investment properties. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, we also have our personal bank statement option, 12 months. That's our most popular by far that we'll use. Uh, we also have RSU stated, VOE, 1099, PL, and no income at all, the CDFI programs. But for the demos, we always choose the personal bank statement, 12-month. That's the most popular program by far for our self-employed borrowers. Many times our self-employed borrowers with two years of tax returns have different write-offs and reasons they may not qualify at all or may not quite qualify for as much income as they need for the home they really want. So in this case, instead of using tax returns, we're simply going to use their last 12 bank statements to determine a debt-to-income ratio of 40% in this example, using just their cash in the bank statements, no tax returns involved at all. So most self-employed borrowers will qualify for much more income, sometimes double, triple, or even more uh, on the income, and therefore can qualify for the home they really want. So let's check out the non-QM bank statement options this morning. So best option here at the top, 7.5 rate, 2.25 discount points and cost. Obviously, it's a little more expensive here for these specialty programs. And the final APR of 7.608. So again, we get excited when these non-QM programs are very comparable. And right now, we're uh, right there within about 0.3 of the conventional uh, programs there and using bank statement income. So a great option for our borrowers that need the bank statement uh, options and a lot of flexibility here. Not only can we use alternative income for these programs, but if we scroll down here, some of these ones uh, that may be at a little bit higher rate may allow things like credit events, like foreclosures and bankruptcies and other uh, types of items that would put us out of qualification for conventional or FHA programs. So a lot of flexibility here, not only with the income. Please get with our team. They'll find the best option for you. Now, before we pass it over to Jose... We always want to do some live rates for investment properties. So we'll switch this to investment, set up the same exact scenario, 80% loan to value, 20% down payment, and we'll compare our investment property options. So we'll have our conforming conventional options and we'll have our expanded guidelines, non-QM options. Remember the government programs, FHA, VA, and USDA are not eligible for investment properties. So we'll simply compare these two. So the first option here, conforming, conventional, everything else will stay exactly the same as all our other demos. We've only edited the occupancy here. So let's see what the conventional programs have added 
as an adjustment for investments. So here are the best options, 7.5 rate, 3.625 discount points and costs, and a final APR of 7.754. So just a touch higher than it was yesterday, I believe here for the conventional options. And a great option for our customers that qualify full dot conventional. But many times our investors that are looking for investment properties would like to go with a higher rate in order to reduce the discount points here. These discount points uh, in this example are $14,000. Our investors would probably rather spend elsewhere. Uh, so unfortunately with conventional, we don't really have any higher rate options at lower discount points. The computer was unable to find a one discount point option. These are the lowest options. That's where we love to present our non-QM programs. So for the final demo here, we'll do investment property, ADLTV, 20% down payment again, same scenario. And we'll choose our non-QM and invest uh, expanded guidelines. Our income verification, the most popular option by far that we must select is our investor DSCR program. And that's because it doesn't actually require any income or employment from our borrowers. We're simply going to use the estimated rental income from the property to determine the DSCR debt service coverage ratio. If the estimated rents from the property can cover the PITIA of the mortgage, that's a ratio of 1.00 or higher, AKA the property cash flows monthly. Even if the property does not cash flow monthly, AKA the ratios under 1.00, we also have options for those programs. For the demo, we always put 1.5, which is the highest value. Therefore, we can see all the options pop up. And the final thing we must select is a prepayment penalty. Three years is standard. There are options for zero. However, that will limit the loan programs and cost more. And same with five years, that will limit the loan programs, but save our borrowers some money if you do happen to find one of those programs that works. But three years is most common. That's what we use for the demos here. So let's check our DSCR options this morning. So best option at the top here, 8% rate. 0.975 discount points and costs. So we solved our problem for our investor here. Obviously a little higher rate, but much less cost out of pocket. Final APR of 8.066. So slightly higher APR here that takes all the costs into account. Uh, but notice we love when our DSCR or any non-QM programs are comparable to conventional. It's uh, within about 0.25 of the conventional programs today for a DSCR. So I'd say 90% plus of investors that are presented with the conventional option, if they qualify, great. Uh, but compare it to a DSCR, I'd say about 90% of the investors do select the DSCR for the flexibility and the cost is very comparable at the moment. Uh, you can see here, there are a ton of options, just like all the non-QM programs. So some of these may allow things like credit events, foreclosures, bankruptcies, other things that may have a little bit higher rate and APR and may also allow us to use short-term rental income, very popular requests. Obviously, that comes with a little bit higher rate and cost, uh, but some of these options do allow it. So please get with our team. They'll find the best one for you. Now, the real trick here is some of these options do allow for our next topic, which is foreign nationals. So obviously, that's a twist on uh, what we're doing here in the live demo. We don't ever do live demos for the foreign nationals. But fortunately, Jose has some of that prepped for us. So let me go ahead and present our topic for today, which is going to be our options for our foreign national borrowers to purchase investment property. So we don't do that live necessarily, but Jose has some examples here worked up and obviously some tricks up his sleeve, I'm sure, in order to provide some good examples for our investors that are out there uh, that are actually foreign nationals. So first, Jose, obviously we need to define foreign national. We went over 
you know, the 10, uh, 1099s, I-10s, all the different variations uh, within uh, the types of borrowers that would use the non-QM programs. Now we're talking about a for true foreign national, a foreigner, right? So uh, let's define that first and then let's go through our examples here. Let me make it big. Awesome. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Great to be with you this morning. So first, let me define the different categories of borrowers to refresh everybody's memory. Obviously, we have our U.S. national borrower, which can be either a U.S. citizen or it can be a U.S. permanent resident that has their green card as it's as the permanent residency card is called or it could be called or, or it could be a non-permanent resident alien which is a borrower who is residing full-time in the united states uh, who is getting his income from a hundred percent from the united states and who is legally authorized to work with a work authorization permit also from the U.S. government, right? So the the non-permanent resident alien has all the same borrowing rights as a permanent resident alien or a U.S. citizen. Now, I do stipulate that not every loan option for non-QM nor for conventional or or should I say agency, will follow the same uh, guidelines on how they treat non-permanent resident aliens. Some decide to have their own overlays and not accept non-permanent resident aliens or have you jump through additional hoops of fire to get your borrower qualified. But they are able to obtain loans, just like a permanent resident alien or a U.S. citizen is the same loan types, conventional, FHA, not, not VA, of course, because they wouldn't be a veteran. Now, the net, the other categories are the I-10. Now, the I-10 borrower is one step down from the U.S. national borrowers and that the ITIM borrower is living in the United States, deriving their income solely from the United States, but does not have a work authorization permit. They do not have a social security card nor a social security number. They have an ITIN, which is a substitute for the social security card that allows them to file U.S. tax returns, right? So the ITIN borrower, as long as they have U.S based credit and U.S.-based income or not, depending because there are multiple ways to qualify an I-10. You have full doc, you have alt doc, and now we even have DSER for the I-10. So look us up for your I-10 loans. But the I-10 is not a foreign national because the differentiation there is, yes, they, they both do not have legal status in the U.S., but the foreign national borrower resides permanently outside of the United States. They are a citizen of another country. If they have dual citizenship from their country of origin and the U.S., they are no longer considered a foreign national, and they have to qualify the same way as every U.S. national borrower does, and is subject to the credit requirements. Now, it is not a requirement for all of the foreign national loan options for the foreign national borrower to have U.S.-based credit. Some do require that, so be aware when you're sizing up your deal. However, if they do have, for whatever reason, U.S.-based credit, 
then they're going to have to abide by the credit requirements for the loan program that you're trying to put them through. It could be a 680, 700, 720, and they could have different trade line requirements, but that is only if they have U.S.-based credit, right? So foreign national derives their income. If you're using income, because we do have DSER programs, uh, which I'm going to show you for the foreign national, as well as full doc programs for the foreign national. If you are using their income, be aware that the income is based outside the U.S. If they have an LLC or anything like that here in the U.S. or they have investments here, that's fine. That doesn't disqualify them from being a foreign national and doing the loan as a foreign national. However, you cannot use that U.S.-based income in any way to qualify the borrower. So the examples that I have for you today are some purchase examples as well as some cash out refi examples. So, so Jose, yeah. sorry to interrupt, but I just want to be real clear. So a foreign national does not live in the U.S. They do not derive their income from the U.S. Uh, and they do not need U.S. credit necessarily. Right. So that's what we're talking about here today is no, they can't have a green card. They can't be dual citizenship. They have to have nothing to do here. They're foreign they have citizenship in another country. They do not live here. They do not derive income from here, right? Correct. And they cannot be purchasing the property as a primary residence. It would always be either investment or second home. It really depends on the conduit that is being used for the loan because uh, some of the options only consider foreign nationals as, uh, for investment property. Some let you differentiate between second home if you're doing it full doc or DSER if you're doing it investment. So that is going to be a particularity of whatever the option is. So we, we, we cannot generalize about that. Like all other non-QM loans, all of the guidelines tend to be specific to that particular option being selected. So the first options we're showing here are DSCR options. Now, the DSCR option, as you all know, does not require any personal income verification of the borrower, simply uses the uh, potential rent or the actual rent being generated by the property if it's already rented and leased uh, to qualify the borrower. In this scenario here, we use the default credit score of 680 uh, to obtain our rates because that's what the system requires us to do, but we do not require the bar to have any specific credit score like we just mentioned. So you're looking at 9.5% here as your lowest cost option and 8.375 as your lowest rate option. And this is with 25% down, which is the minimum down payment, 75% LTV is the maximum for the foreign national loans. Now I have another option here, just so you could uh, see the difference in the rate. This is with 30% down and the rate does drop by 0.125 when there's an extra 5% down payment. 9.375 is your lowest cost option and 8.25 is your lowest rate option. And these are for one unit Basically, single family, attached, detached, PUD, you know, townhouse. Now, I'm showing you here the example of a condo. 
just to see if there's any difference. But since we're already at a 75% LTV, there is not a loan level price adjustment for using the con for a condo purchase as you know foreign nationals condos are very popular purchase option for them since you know most of them don't occupy the property very much and they like condos because they can lock them up walk away and feel that they're more secure so here 9.5 percent is your lowest cost option 8.375 lowest rate option and then our two to four unit DSCR purchase option at a 75%. Again, same rates, no loan level price adjustment for a two to four unit. So again, we have 9.5% lowest cost option, 8.375% lowest rate option. So it's good to know for everyone watching, one unit condo and two to four units, same loan to value for a purchase, 75% max. So now we have our full dock option. So mind you, full dock for a foreign national entails the procurement of a CPA letter from their country of origin, documenting their employment if they're self-employed uh, for the past two years and year to date. There's some additional information they may need to provide, like a website listing, license of the business, or other type of documentation to substantiate the existence of their business. Uh, and if they are salaried, if they're an employee, uh, it would be a similar letter, but instead from their employer. We're not really required to provide pay stubs. It would be basically the same as providing like a verification of employment. However, there is specific format for the letters that are specific to whatever option is being used for the loan. So be aware of that. No tax returns are required, uh, no tax transcripts or anything like that. So it's a pretty simple process, but it is full doc. So you will notice, and it is uh, the DTI is usually 43% when they max on these loans. So keep an eye out on that number. You will note the rate does substantially improve from the DSER where you're looking at 8.875 as your lowest cost option and 7.75% as your lowest rate option. So very good rates here for a foreign national borrower was 30% down. So now I have a couple of cash out options for you. So the maximum LTV for the DS for the foreign national cash out is 70%. So here I have the full dock option, which you'll notice the rate increases by 0.125 for going cash out over the purchase. Mind you, we got a 5% LTV reduction as well, and a 0.125 increase in the rate with 9% being our lowest cost option, 7.875 being our lowest rate option. And then our last example here is the foreign national one unit. I didn't do a two unit two to four unit in condo because they're going to be the same rates. So here we have our DSCR cash out. And again, a very good rates, 9.875 lowest cost option and 8.75 being our lowest rate option for a 70% DSCR cash out, which is great because a lot of uh, the options out there for four national cash outs are 65% LTV. But here at the mortgage calculator, we have 70%. So we exceed what most of the competition will be offering you.
So look to us for your foreign national loans. We are originating quite a few of those right now. They are slowly but surely getting their visas uh, and coming over here and scooping up as many properties as they can. All right, great. I don't see any questions there, but great breakdown of all the different categories we have as far as citizenship, right? We have our U.S. nationals and then we have our ITIN borrowers. We have our foreign nationals. So it's great to know the difference. I do see a question just came in here. If you want to put it on the screen, Nicole is asking, what is the highest LTV for the full dock purchase? The highest LTV for any purchase on the foreign national, whether it's full dock or whether it's DSER, are both 75%. So it's 25% down payment for either option. Just a little difference in the rate. Like I think it was like 0.625 or something like that difference in the rate between the two. All right, great. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Remember, uh, you can visit us at themortgagecalculator.com if you need some help navigating these loan programs. And we do this show every single weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, where we go through all the different rates and do a deep dive into a different topic. So we'll be right back tomorrow with another topic. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. And we hope to see you all tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern, on the next episode of Daily Mortgage Rates Live with The Mortgage Calculator. Everyone have a great day. Thank you, everybody. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.